What a theme tune. What an intro. What a weekend it is. It's WrestleMania weekend. If you listen to this, this is WrestleMania night two from the cheap pop wrestling podcast CPR, which might not save any lives, but it might just revive your love of wrestling. Do you see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? (laughs) Oh, smooth. Barbie Smooth, that's what they used to call me. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, too much beer, far too giddy. Let's just calm things down. Um, I am Ant, as you can probably tell from my horrendous northern accent. I am from Bolton. I don't know why that's relevant, um, but you might understand why in a second. I am joined in this triple threat of mania awesomeness, residing from Warrington in Cheshire. By my good cousin Luke, and from all the way across the oceans, from a mystical land with which mortal man doth call Portland, Oregon, is the dulcet American tones of our faraway cousin, the good man Mali. How are you, sir? Yes, yes. I am doing wonderful. I am the Roman Reigns of this triple threat. To say that as that, he, I'm... he kind of Daniel Bryan did, really, if we're honest. <laughs> I'm not Daniel Bryan. He's kind yeah. of like, uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> I just jumped in out of nowhere. You know what? I deserve this spot. This might be my last WrestleMania podcast that I get to have before I retire from all the podcasts. And I deserve this. I'm tired of being a nice guy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You are the Roman Reigns to mine and Luke's Sing Brothers, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> In that we are both at some point going to be murdered by Randy Orton, if he ever, if he ever is this podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, so night one, night one podcast was, was a moderate success. We managed to get there in, in the time. Um, for those that might not have not listened to that one yet, because because you just you renegades, you live life dangerously. Um, the, the the name of the game is pretty simple. Myself and Luke compete um, in in these here prediction podcasts um, just to see who knows who who knows wrestling better, who knows what's going to happen, who can predict what's what's coming up. Um, we did night one in the previous one. We've got night two of WrestleMania um, to cover coming up. We'll discuss all things from from that show. Marley is our um, enforcer, our timekeeper. Hopefully he does a better job on this one than he did in the last one. That's all I'll say. Uh, Twenty minutes on the women's on the women's tag turmoil match. Uh, we, I, just, I mean, we I got just deep. Think we needed a lot of time for the women. I think. I think. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Smooth, smooth, <laughs> smooth. Um, but I mean, before we get into it, before we get into the nitty gritties, um, and more importantly, who's in catering um, this weekend? WrestleMania, guys, I know for me, my first ever experience of professional wrestling was being handed by a family friend, a family friend's son, I guess, um, a videotape that had Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter on the front of it. And as I looked upon it, my first ever experience of Roman numerals was learning what the number seven was because of because of this event. And, and and my intro, my intro to wrestling was WrestleMania Seven, the videotape. I now understand why 
I was just given this when he had every other WrestleMania on tape at the time. It's because it was his least favorite. I think it's most people's least favorite, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, th- this was kind of my introduction to it all. This is kind of where I fell in love with just the the spectacle of, of this crazy, insane world of it. I guess for you guys, WrestleMania, you know, does it mean as much? Was it your portal in? You know, what are your memories of it? I got involved during Mania season. Uh, my first ever pay-per-view was Valentine's Day Massacre uh, in February of 99, I believe. Uh, and then, obviously, a short time after that, it was WrestleMania 15, Austin and the Rock, part one. Uh, so I came in on a huge wave of just JRisms, beer being sprayed at people, uh, people getting attacked in hospitals, all kinds of crazy nonsense. I was like, what the hell am I watching here? I'll keep watching it, see if it goes somewhere. And then it just kind of stuck, really. Yeah. Yeah, I, Mania, Mania 15 was my first. Um, I I can't remember like how I first got into wrestling, but I remember my first pay-per-view was actually like Bash at the Beach for WCW. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was it was the one where Dennis Rodman was like it was Dennis Rodman <laughs> Hogan against Carl Malone and uh Diamond Dallas Page. Eddie Guerrero was on the card, Mysterio was on the card, Jericho was on the card. Stacked card. Um but I think like my 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 mom's dad, my grandfather like liked wrestling and I just pulled this out. Uh when he passed away, he left me this book. It was wow. actually April seventh, nineteen eighty six. It's the actual like WrestleMania two, like uh, what's it called? Oh, the, the arena program. Yeah, the arena program at no Los Angeles way. Sports Arena. Wow. Uh, and so like this was something he left for me. I think he always liked wrestling. My mom's like, you like it from him. Um, but like growing up, I fell in and fell out until one SummerSlam that me and Luke watched, and then we started going to WrestleMania, and now it's kind of like my boys' trip, my like. My week off, like even this year, I subconsciously requested to have an entire week off in April, and it was WrestleMania weekend, because a WrestleMania week because it's like my uh, it's my season finale also for all of my sports media because it's just as much as I love to harp on Vince, I I love me some WWE, formerly F or get the F out, whatever they say. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. That's such, a, that's such a great piece of history that you've got as well. Yeah. Yeah. Federation. You, yeah, that, that summer you're referring to there, Marley, that's, you kind of uh, reignited um, my love for it because I think, you know, once once the Rock, uh, the Rocks and the Austins and the whatever started to leave, I think I started to go on a very sort of long-term gradual uh, decline in terms of what I was watching. I was I was coming back in and out of it, but but it got to you know the summer of, the summer of punk and everything and his title reign that was sort of getting me slowly back into it. But yeah, that that one SummerSlam that I believe we went to a, a bowling alley watch party with about a hundred people and we saw uh, Daniel Bryan get screwed out of the belt and that started that whole thing. And uh, yeah, that that really did sort of reignite. And then obviously in 2014, I moved over here and we, we were both in California at the time. WrestleMania 31 happened to be in, uh, in, in Santa Clara, just down the way. So we, uh, yeah, we grabbed our toy belts, <laughs> hopped in the car and, uh, and made the hour trip. And then, and yeah, here we are. It's still, uh, yeah, 
still rolling. It's um, I, yeah, I can't wait for all um to to actually be able to go back to Manias again. And I sort think, of, and sort of oh, listen to you, listen to you with your. Oh, I, I think can't one wait of the to, greatest. I can't wait to go back to WrestleMania. Yeah, all right. I you, can't wait to Ant can join us at WrestleMania. It's. I think you've been of, to one Ant. And you've been to one. We've been to like three. Scum. You must have been to one hey, WrestleMania. Listen, you listen, can't do a podcast listen, and never have been listen, to one <laughs> WrestleMania. Listen, Come listen, on, the period. Oh, right. Oh. You can you can keep your WrestleManias. Have you ever been to the Winter Ballroom at Blackpool for for a UK? tournament final tell you different whole different world about lad. the bingo holes yeah, yeah. not about that small time i'll joke you aside i'll joke you aside the thing i like about wrestlemania compared to like other wrestling events that i've been to is it becomes a convention for wrestling in that city for that week where like i've done a bunch of cool shows and like they're fantastic um mm-hmm. but like the entire city is just like oh i'm gonna go randomly to a bar and in that bar, you have a bunch of people with New Day shirts on. And we have New Day shirts on. So now we're just have, like hanging out with these people. And so I think like how NXT is great because of the fans. WrestleMania weeks are great because of the fans. And I think like that got me back into wrestling. And it was like yeah. us going to a, a bar before WrestleMania 31. And this I think it was actually this girl is dressed like Damian Mizdow. And Amazing. this dude was dressed up as gold dust. There were all kinds, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? These are my people. Um, Amazing. I mean, I, I, so, yeah. obviously, I am incredibly jealous of the fact that you've, you know, you've been to one mania, let alone multiple. But I think we have, I think we have kind of set a set a date. You know, as long as as long as the group of us can survive to WrestleMania 39, I think I think we'll be we'll be hitting up Hollywood, won't we? Um, down the line for sure. But yeah, yeah that is. That is it's something happening. that always stands out and looks looks so incredible and so entertaining. Um, absolutely, cannot cannot wait for that. And whatever shows we can get in um, when when we're together for that would be would be mega. But that that my mm-hmm. friends is two years away. We've got a lot of content and time to fill before then. We'll have lost two days away. We'll have lost a lot of a lot of listeners and been banned from many different channels. <laughs> before then we've, we've not yet had our first cease and desist from the offices of vincent kennedy mcmahon jr um so... start the timers and <laughs> um, before before we jump into the predictions um it wouldn't be yes. a wwe event it wouldn't take a moment just pause and think about the poor souls who are stuck in catering for the weekend and my god are there a lot of them the old ladies are working overtime on the buffet They are line. indeed. They are indeed. Um, biggest one for me, I think prob- probably the biggest one for all of us at the moment, we kind of mentioned her in the first show, but Bailey, probably the most valuable, certainly women's wrestler of the last 12 months for WWE, had her biggest year, certainly, but you know, was the biggest personality, was a great champion through a good chunk of the year, and... Surely her not having anything planned means that something's coming, surely. It's a perplexing omission. Almost, it's it's so perplexing that, yeah, something has to happen on the card. Uh, We talked about it in in part one. 
uh, which you can listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now. Yeah, the rumors are that there'll be a segment that's going to bring the man back into the fold, and I think that would be a very, very solid feud going forward. Uh, It, you know, Bailey needs something on this card because it's, it's, they can't be that uh, ridiculous in terms of the booking. Yes, she was always going to drop that uh, belt to Sasha after holding it for so long, but to not have a plan, um, knowing that Mania is coming up uh, for one of your, uh, you know, for, for one of the pillars of the division, um, arguably the, the woman in the last mm-hmm. two years, um yeah it's almost uh it's uh, it's almost too too strange not to have her on so um i wouldn't yeah, we'll, i wouldn't we'll go as far it. as saying it's like not putting taker on like leaving taker off of the mania card in the 2000s but it's similar uh bailey is such an integral part integral whatever she's such a great part of the show to where like how i was praising the miz on always just nailing it whenever they're on camera uh, when Bailey first turned heel, it was like kind of head scratching, and she's nailed it. She's killed it, and yeah, it's a travesty she's not on the card. Um, but also it's Bailey. If she pops up on camera, she's going to make that moment worth it. If it's with her and the man Becky, the mom Lynch, then I'm all for some Irish last kicker and some role model getting into it. Uh, going forward. Yeah, all about the mam and her return. Um, some mm-hmm. other names, kind of bigger missions. Um, I'm still not over it. Um, I am convinced he's going to return potentially the week after. Um, my man Tommy End, come on, man, Alistair, mm-hmm. don't give me none of this minor injuries crap. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you know, I imagine he's probably sticking up for his his good lady wife. But, oh, my God, if you're not going to use him, release him, because just what a talent um, to not be involved. The SmackDown tag team champs, obviously, they're going to be a part of Smack um, WrestleMania SmackDown, which is happening as of recording tonight, because we're on Friday right now, um, which, again, is just a load of horseshit. If you're going to, you know, it's, it's a title, put it on the card, especially with the teams that are involved. That That triple threat tag could be brilliant why are you not making the most of it i i just do not know um it's just it seems seems crazy to me um yeah there's just i mean i'm going through the list there are so many names where is keith lee where is keith lee yeah keith lee was the one that i was going to talk about i don't know if he's necessarily injuring catering but i do know that he's missing and he should not be um Another person in catering that I feel like should definitely be on this card, and I think they're in the Battle Royal, but it's Angel Garza. He is, you know, like five yes. out of five stars. Yes. High five up there. He is amazing. Yuck. Did you know, Marley, um, Angel Garza actually had the second uh, most matches in 2020 for the WWE, um, second only to Asuka. So, you know, and he, and he, had, an all right, he had an all right batting average as well, I don't mind saying. You know, he... he you know, he's no fool, this lad. He's no fool. He would never, you know, you know, be left hanging for a high five, say. Just, you know, putting that out there. No, but he, yeah, seems I, like I, a, he seems like a type of person to give a good person a high five. He, yeah, he seems like absolutely. a high fiver, in my opinion. A good firm five as well. A good firm five. 
Are you all right, Luke? Yeah. Uh, should we get into it? Yeah, <laughs> let's let's get into it. Uh, um, I, uh, I zoned out. I zoned out. I, I had so much bollocks that I just my brain turned off for oh, a sec. Um, King Corbs um, and the entirety of Retribution. God knows what's happening there anymore. Yeah, they're, they're done, aren't they? Ricochet. That's kind of sad to see. Yeah, like, he hasn't been in anything. But again, these are people in catering. Uh, anytime we have to mention catering, I feel like we should give a shout to one of the greatest NXT champions of all time, Bo Dallas, who's been forgotten about uh, for no reason whatsoever. Um, he's fine. He's living a sound life. He's got a farm he lives on with Liv Morgan. He's good. He's collecting <laughs> a paycheck. He's, a, 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 apparently, he's he's um, he's quite the um, estate agent, or um, what's the realtor? As they say in the states, he, he's, get, he, he's getting his license. Apparently, he's he's big in investing property, so I think he'll be. I think yeah. he'll be fine. I think he'll be okay. Just like undisputed era, he is fine. Yeah. Um, you, he is fine. <laughs> they will be back. They're fine. Um, yeah, Shinsuke again, another one. You know, big name, oh. big name. Oh, yeah. But then again, you know, these are all. They're all battle royal fodder, aren't they? Really, um, which is—I mean, you, you look at this, this, the size of some of these names going into something like that, and it's just—is—is is the roster too big? Are people really not getting the chances? I really miss—I really miss there being a like a marquee ladder match at Mania. Um, I know Money in the Bank has its own event these days, but I miss it being a match at Mania. To be honest, I agree, and uh, we'll talk about it. I guess we'll talk about it later with the IC match. But that was one thing I always kind of hoped would continue is like an IC title match. Multi-man for, um, or on Mania. So. Yeah, look, looking at this whole two-night card for me, it's like slightly too many one-on-ones and just not enough gimmick matches uh, to make it, you know, to, to draw it in. I, I'm not saying you have to fill up the card with multi-man title gimmicks or whatever, but... Yeah, a little bit more on the gimmicky side, but yeah, we'll 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 get into the icy title. Well, you just, I mean, Stuff. you want mania. You want you want a good handful of quality one-on-one matches with plenty of stories and great action, but then you also need just a good handful of carnage just to throw in, don't you? You just need some batshit. Yeah. You need you'd like yeah, so maybe five good singles, just really good wrestling matches. You need a couple of tag matches. You need a bunch of just nutty shit thrown in. Legends Battle Royal, whatever it is, just carnage. Um, and then one celebrity getting dropped on the head. Um, it, that That's mania. That's mania. And then a really long national anthem to start it all off with. Because you can't start mania unless you've got a 12-minute rendition of the bloody national anthem. wonder who it'll be. Right. Shall we get into the predictions for night two then? Night Two. I'll reiterate the rules, then, shall I? Go for it. Uh, for any for any first time listeners, uh, we're going to be predicting uh, night two of WrestleMania thirty seven. We're going to be uh, predicting not only the card order but the match outcomes uh, themselves. We're giving ourselves a forty five minute time limit, which Marley will be keeping an eye on. Uh, if the time expires, any remaining predictions do not count. And this is to uh, sort of deter me, really, from saying any more of these Carmella stats that I have sitting on my desk. I 
cut down a small redwood tree to have enough paper to use for all the Carmela stats I have lined up. But I'll I'll save them. You know, longevity. We'll we'll save them throughout the year. Because it's mm-hmm. it can be. Too, I don't want to get Ant too excited about Carmela stats. There isn't a sound of which there isn't I, a sound effect for me shaking my head. But I am currently shaking my head. Come on, let's move it on. <laughs> get past get past that witch. <laughs> <laughs> well that's it really that's all the rules there are so whenever Marley's ready you can give her the I'll have a countdown yeah. we'll put cue, something in cue there cue sound effects explosions dum, the, dum, the dum, hell in a cell dum, cage dum, is coming dum, down Kenny Omega exploding <laughs> yeah Kenny Omega explosions yeah. and we're starting the timer now let's have some AEW fireworks I believe I made the first prediction last time, so it's only right. It's only the honourable thing that I let you make the first one for this show, okay. Mr. Judson. Right then. I think we're going to go with... We're going to go Biggie Langston and Apollo Oh, Cruz. yes. I said the same one. I said the same one. Yeah. I love it when that happens. Yeah, it needs to be a big, needs to be a big one to open up. Uh, Biggie's had... Uh, very good year, uh, very good build. So uh, ha- having him come out first, uh, I think it'd be a, a good nod to him. I'm going to try as much as possible to call him Big E Langston until they return his name. I think he'd appreciate that. I think that would get a retweet. Yeah. Ooh, this has been one of my favorites going into either of the nights, really. And uh, it's a sort of a very, very heated feud that started when uh, Big E Langston was opening, uh, issuing open challenges to which... Uh, Apollo Crews responded to multiple times, kept losing uh, until he finally sort of snapped and tried to paralyze Mr. Langston on television in front of watching children at home. You can't do it. You can't do um, that kind of thing in the workplace. It's not right. No, it's not professional. Uh, so uh, this this has been great for Apollo. I'm really glad that he's finally got a uh, you know a good character he can sort of sink his teeth into, and he, it's it's that extra. Uh, addition that he needed because obviously we know his uh his in-ring abilities but um yeah coming out and and having this rich sort of nigerian royalty gimmick i'm almost waiting for triple h to sort of come out and be like hey uh, aren't you supposed to be american so like what um it's it's what do you guys think of the whole accent thing honestly it's it's weird i feel like it's very weird when people just switch accents up in general uh, on any kind of storyline thing, but it, it it there's a good reason why he's doing it. Um, I guess I just think of like King Booker, and like how he slipped into a, a pseudo British accent mm. to like fit into his character. So it's kind of nice for like him to switch back into this. I guess what I would just think is longevity wise, what happens when he turns face again? Yeah, will they keep the accent, but I for right now it's working. I think down the road we'll see. Um, I almost wish before this match, I'm still going with Big E. Going with Big E, so I, I'm go for it. I almost wish the accent came out when he was really intense, like you know when he was when he was like super pumped at the end of a promo. That's when it comes yeah. out. So he he's, he almost uses both, but yeah, it was just to go from. To go from it just being that accent the whole time, it was, I don't know, I, it, it, I just struggle with it a little bit um, because 
it's one of those things once you've seen once you've seen how he actually speaks it's just like oh man i like i feel like he loses a bit of intensity because my brain's yeah. trying to figure out why he's why he's doing the voice and i, I know why he's doing it and and uh, you know it is you know it is for good reason but yeah i just wish he'd staggered the two a little bit more yeah angry apollo should come out with his you know his tribal chief voice and then the rest of the time he could just be this conf you know overconfident kind of sort but yeah i'm i'm expecting big like i have no idea what a nigerian drum match is but i'm expecting big atmospheric wakanda style vibes from this you know i, I even want I, th- I think it's a great pick as a as a opening match because they could really go to town on his entrance with this um you know have 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 the ring surrounded um almost have big e a little intimidated by just being completely flanked um from all sides but yeah give it you know give it the big un. um and i think i think it's going to have apollo on it i think i think you don't you don't lay down a challenge like a nigerian drum battle unless you're going to turn up and win and take the gold um and i i don't think that'll be it for these two i really hope it's not it because the you know for as i'm concerned they can fight till SummerSlam, um with what they've come out with so far but yeah i'm going for apollo yeah. for this one i'm also going apollo i um i've been thinking about uh sort of how well big e's come along and i can see them uh i can see booking being like okay we've seen all we needed to see now of e in the singles run let's fast track him to roman um not necessarily after this event but after this Apollo feud, I I can see uh, Booking getting a bit giddy here and, and moving E on. Um, Apollo, it would hurt him to have yet another loss. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going E putting Apollo over on this one. Wow. Insane. Insane. We are agreed. Might have overthought that. You you might have, especially when you think that Big E's going to go up against Roman for the belt when Roman ain't going to have the belt after tonight. But we'll get to yeah, that later on. Of course he is. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, you never. You just. Right. You, you're still not figured out, have you? When to back him and when to when to go against the big dog. You just you just haven't quite sussed we'll it out yet. We'll see. We'll see. So the next. Always been on the big dog. The next match I had um, was was one that we actually spent. A ridiculous amount of time talking about the qualifier for this um, on the last show. Women's tag team titles. The winners of the turmoil match versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler as the defending champs. Um, Now, how are we going to do this one? Are we saying that we have to have got the prediction right the night before? For this one, are we, are we just saying I it's, either, say... it's either the champs or the challengers to win? I had both matches in mind when making my like overall outcome. I would say you should do double points. So if you are able to select the winner from night one, and you select the winners from night one to win, I think you get double points. If you don't get the winners from night one, but you do select whoever wins night one to win like tonight, you just get a regular point. So like just a, like a bonus point if whoever you selected night one is in the slot night two okay. and then wins night two. I, I'm 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 down with that. The the enforcement. That also means if you spoken. select 
Yeah, but if you also select Nia Jackson, Shayna Blazer, that means absolutely nothing. I'm 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 a big fan of Commissioner Marley. This is, this in, is what in, I'm in, here for. In, in, in a minute, he's going to put us in a match against Kane and The Undertaker, just just for the lols. Player? <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a handicap match against <laughs> Kane and The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I have I have very limited notes for this one um, to the point where the section is so small, I can't even find it. Um, oh, here we go. Naira and Shayna to lose the titles for good, hopefully. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! When will this end? Please make it stop. Ow, it hurts. Um, I also have as a sub sub subheader. I really need Shayna versus Ray Ripley. Maybe throwing Asuka there yes. as well. But please get Shayna back on track. Yeah, I am going for Naomi and Lana to go all the way. I think a nice little callback would be Lana getting her moment. Naomi is just. Whenever she's on, she's she continues to be one of those workhorses of the roster, um, and sort of gets, you know, put back. Uh, you know, she's sort of like an afterthought in most of the time, which is a shame because she is one of the best athletes in there. Um, but I think a nice little run for them uh, for them would be good going forward. Yeah, I haven't got much much more to add on that really. Yeah, I think uh, I think they go all the way and win night one and two. Perfect. And so, yeah, you got uh, Lana and Naomi as well. I do indeed, which completely, like, gets rid of the interest in us having double points for this one, to be honest. It really does. But, it really does. It's fine. For, it's fine. It's fine. I know that I'm not betting drinks and a steak, but I still have Tamina and, they, or Tamina and Natalia that are going to be hopefully beating Shayna and... Uh, uh, Naya, and then kind of just shaking up the whole women's division. I think if anyone can shake up the women's division, uh, Natalia and Tamina can definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, I mean, hey, Marley, yeah. Marley, you say you say you say you've not not got any any stake in this, but tell you what, I'll get a plus one to one of these weddings, lad. I'll <laughs> I'll get you over here, son. I'll get you those beers. I'll get you those. I beers. haven't been. I haven't been to the uh, to Europe in a while. It's been it's been a long time coming, and uh, like I was saying in the last episode, I've I've been missing some cheeky Nando's. So I'll be down for a beer. You and the cheeky Nando's if I win this. You come over, cocker. You be my plus one to the wedding. We'll get nice and drunk on Luke's credit card, and then we'll go we'll go catch an NXT UK show. It'll be it'll be beautiful. High five on that one. You have your dirty warm beer and you bingo horns. That's nice. None of this none of this Foster's crap. I want fancy beer that tastes like fruit. <laughs> Next match. Oh, right, third on the card. I'm gonna go for KO and Sami Zayn. Right. I'm about to give more respect to these two than WWE have done in terms of this feud. Right. A history of KO and Sami Zayn that you'll find completely unmentioned. On WWE programming. So on February 17th, 2007, El Generico and Kevin Steen debuted in Ring of Honor as a tag team losing to the Briscoe Brothers. On the July 29th, 2007, they had a giant size annual event for Ring of Honor. Generico and Steen defeated Pac and Roderick Strong to become the PWG tag team champions for the first time. Fast forward to 2008, Steen and Generico, or 
participated in a tournament to win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. They defeated the likes of uh, Nigel McGuinness on the way, Chris Hero, Adam Pearce was in that tournament too, before they finally lost in the final to Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black, which of course we know is Seth Rollins. Uh, 2009 at Ring of Honor Final Battle, uh, after a loss to the Young Bucks... Uh, Steen turned on El Generico for the first of 500 times. Also, Keho has beaten Zayn uh, for the NXT Championship, which probably was mentioned. But <sighs> these two deserve better. What we're left with now is, and I'm not ragging on Sami Zayn at all because he is constantly the best thing about whatever he's involved with. Never mind that it's been given, what, three weeks build um, but to highlight this feud uh, with someone who went to a suicide forest in Japan for YouTube clicks, uh, like, no, but of course we know money, money is king in WWE, so, you know, whatever to get someone through the door. But yeah, saying that, love Sami Zayn's character work, uh, constantly impressed me, draws me in. Uh, if it wasn't for Sami Zayn, I'd be totally switched off by this. Uh, I don't even think they're going to get Give him much time. I'm going to go for an Owen squash in a minute or less, to be honest. I think they'll do it to him to, to make up time for other matches. I, um, I, I agree. Sammy's been phenomenal. I think the trailer actually had me grits. Like, I want to watch this documentary. Like, it, they've, done, they've put some serious work in to that. Um, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Looks, it looks good. It, like, it, I just love... You know, this kind of, I'd say it's like a dialed up Sammy, but it's just him. You know, it's its just, just this big character and I love what they've done with it. Um, interesting that they've ended up get, getting Owens into it, but, you know, again, yeah, kind of makes sense. Although, again, it just feels a little a little late. Again, it's that kind of three-week build-up um, when they could, have, they could have had this, you know, running in the background from the rumble. You know, or, or you know, the whole time he's had this camera crew and stuff. But uh, yeah, I agree. The Logan Paul thing, eh, don't care. Um, I can't wait for a legit fighter just to smash his fucking face. And I'm not a violent person. Um, but this whole boxing thing that he's got going, um, he just needs to get taught a lesson. And that's his brother. Oh, is it? So yeah. So Logan Paul's not a bad boxer but it, like his brother's the worst one <laughs> like Jake Paul and he's going up against see he's going up in a boxing match against Ben Askren who's a like a more of a wrestler so we actually might see the smug faces on so our who screens fought, for, who fought uh, KSI then a while longer uh, Logan that was Paul, Logan Paul the guy who came to Smackdown yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake is doing the the the, uh, the, the latest boxing match that's happening yeah. when, you, when you've got Bad Bunny and this the bad bunny, yeah, the bad, bad bunny is how you're definitely. doing right. This is, uh, I mean, fine, I guess. I, if anything, it works more for Zami, for Zami, for Sammy. Cut that out. Uh, no more beers, France. Um, it works more for Sammy in that he's going down this, you know, paranoia rabbit hole, and he's got somebody that's not really that credible, but has a lot of followers to to jump on board with it. Um. So I'm glad that he's teamed with Sammy and stuff on that. But yeah, I I disagree that it's going to be a squash. I think night one we get a big we get a big spot with Shane off the cage. I think night two we get a big spot with Owens. And I don't know if you've seen the 
footage, the videos or the pictures of the set that they've built. But they have built one big motherfucking pirate ship in that stadium. And I, I, Owens is going to throw himself off summit. And I, uh, yeah, I can see him walking the plank or forcing Sammy to walk the plank, which would be gold. Um, that would actually. But yeah, yeah I've yeah. got I've got Owens for this one. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this one because you guys kind of covered the most, like the big parts about it. But I'm also going with Owens as much as I would like to see Sammy win. I feel like for Sammy's character, and here's here's my long term prediction for Sammy's character. It'd be great for him to continue to feel screwed out of everything. And then bring him into Money in the Bank, and let him win that. Um, but yeah, like let let Sammy just continue to be screwed over by the system that the documentary definitely proves that is happening. Um, and then yeah, but I'm also going with KO for this one. What would be great as well on that fantasy booking now, but if he wins the Money in the Bank, but he doesn't trust, he can't trust it because he sees it as a bribe. So he's constantly, he's he's constantly, he's constantly trying to offload the briefcase, and it keeps working its way back to him. And he like, he just, like th- th- there's points where he, you know, you end up with like Daniel Bryan sprawled out after winning a, a grueling match, and Sammy Sammy's like out there, and he can't cash it in because he he knows something bad's gonna happen. Like he he just he, he can't trust it at all. I think it would be amazing because, yeah, if, if you do that, then even longer term booking, he could be the first person to never cash in their actual money to break briefcase and yeah. let it expire because he's constantly freaking out that something's yeah. going to happen. You can even you can even <laughs> spin that then so it goes the complete opposite way and, like, he could accidentally win the 24-7 title but then be desperate for somebody <laughs> to take it off him just because he's like, no, 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 because then I'll be indebted to the man and the machine and, oh, no, I'm a part of it. And, <laughs> Oh yes, we we just uh, book it. Give me Sammy versus Ryan. I wonder how Zane does feel about this Logan Paul being brought in for you know for money and and whatever because this is full on like engorged rock hard cock of capitalism at work here. I feel like and that's, I, he has to probably be fine with it. I'm pretty sure he tweeted it out first, so I don't think he really cares all that much. I feel like. I feel like Sammy has probably come to the, the the thinking that it's he he goes through these kind of little evils so that he can do better good. I could have phrased that better, but like you know, this is funding his good causes and his charity work and that kind of thing. So if you know, if if he's if he's having to do this and he's having to buddy up, because obviously I I don't think it's certainly not a natural thing that's happened. You know, he's probably been told by higher up, we've got Logan Paul to turn up, we need to find a spot for him. This is perfect, right? And Sammy's probably thinking, well, I'd rather not, but it's a it's a good payday for Mania. It, it's probably payday. some merch on aside it. It's good PR for me. And then that means that it's good PR for, you know, is it, um, oh, shit, I forgot the fund he's got. Sorry yeah, Sammy Syria. Syria. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, and the other charitable stuff that he does as well. It's probably, you know, if, if it's if it's helping yeah. that in the long run, 
then you know maybe it makes it a bit of an easier easier swallow for him. Long term yeah. booking from Sammy. We, there. He's always, always thinking. Always we're, at a, we're at twenty minutes right now. Okay. Three matches, so we're doing we're doing much better. Improved in the the night one. All right. Oh, let's relax, boys. Let's relax. What what are you having for your tea? Ooh, that, that, about, that was a joke. I, I got, that, that, got, that, was, that was a joke. We have no time. <laughs> <laughs> Which Ooh, match do you guys have going up next? Um, oh, it's me, isn't it? I was waiting for Luke um, to say something. Um, so I've got I've Riddle and Sheamus up next. I actually had it before this, but um, yeah, I think um, US title match will be around this kind of mid-card um for the night to be honest again seen these guys fight a few times and i'm still looking forward to it um you know in terms of like you know i'll take you like just like luke did you know i'll take you back to the origin story if you want imagine a simple stoner from pennsylvania sorry las vegas who let's face it has taken a lot of shots to the head in his mma career in his wrestling career but, you know, he's still got something about him. He's happily scooting around at work, pitching big business ideas to co-workers. You know, he's full of optimism. He's full of joy and happiness. And then imagine a really angry ginger Irishman just assaults him with his beloved best friend's scooter. Imagine such a, <laughs> such a crime happening. Well, that is literally the build-up to this match for the US Championship. Classic, classic build-up. Build um, but I am, I am, Tried I am that, that old tale. Um, I am. You've got man, man versus man, man versus beast, and man versus scooter. Um, but I am, I am actually really looking forward to it. Um, these two always have a really good hard-hitting match to the point where there's been the odd occasion where I thought, shit, someone's someone's pissed at somebody else here because they really don't hold back. Um, They've got nice contrasting styles and personalities, which I think works really well. Uh, besides, you know, obviously Riddle's CGI foot doves. Um But I think I think this should be this should be good. This should be fun. I don't think it'll be particularly long. But I'm um, I'm enjoying it. I'm you know, and f- for what it is, again, a title being defended at, at Mania. I'm all for it. I think Riddle retains. Um and I'd, I think Sheamus hopefully gets, you know, not necessarily one last run, but hopefully he gets that kind of push he deserves this year, you know, soon because the stuff he did with Drew was great. Um, and I'm I'm kind of back on side with Sheamus a little bit now. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying his stuff a bit more. Um, so, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I've got on this one. Seamus should get a lot of credit for his uh for his part he played in supporting the the feud of uh McIntyre and Lashley. Uh he's Agreed. he's been uh, I've said it in the past he he was he was as pivotal. He's been as pivotal to this feud as Alexa has been to Orton and Fiend's feud. Um just a really great like you know he 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 did his job to the fullest. And it's it's good that he's getting a, a title match at Mania uh, as a reward for that. Whether he'll win, I don't quite think so. Although it would be a shame. I am going Riddle to keep the title a bit longer. 
just a bit longer and then uh, maybe ho- hopefully uh, get Keith Lee back and then maybe the next pay-per-view we can uh, put all these people in a in a Money at the Bank match, uh, do a triple threat down the line. Yeah, Riddle after a good, good hard-hitting five minutes, I reckon. Yeah. So for those not aware of our fantasy faction and the teams that we have, Matt Riddle was actually the first male that I drafted. So first male superstar. So again, I have to go with my heart and my gut and go with Matt Riddle. Go with your boy. Gotta go with the boy. Um, but also I feel like he's one of those one of those superstars that have been getting more and more screen time as of late. And I could see his humor being one of those things that if you just hear in gorilla position, Vince chuckling, that's some good shit. Um so I'm going I'm going with Matt Riddle for this one. Uh Seamus is solid, but I think it's yeah, gonna be one of those manias where a lot of the newer guys are going to be winning. And um, I expect this to be one of those matches that could steal the show because both of them are capable of it. Hold yeah. on. Oh, you've just made me realize something. What well, I make you realize, sir? Nobody picked Seamus in the draft. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about he was going to be maybe my last one. He, I was thinking I about to- it. I completely... He wasn't in any of my lists. Like, I totally forgot. I didn't even put him in the catering post. Uh, So that was the one reason why I was like, hey, can you send... I told Luke, send me whoever's been selected because there's a <laughs> bunch of people who, like, no one... Like, that I just totally forgot about. Oh, my and God. And people who were on that list... The person that I ended up picking after that was AJ Styles. But there was, like, AJ, uh, Dolph, Miz, Sheamus... Uh, everyone else that was picked after that. There's a lot of people that we didn't pick, but Sheamus is one of those people who I feel like gets done done wrong with booking, but has everything... Like He's just a great superstar. Any other place, he'd be the champion, but... I I went with... My my last uh, male pick for that, I went with Corbin just because I felt like Corbin. What's an idiot? He'd just come back and he's good and he's going to be on What's the up where Sheamus is sort of going on the down. What's an idiot? <laughs> What's an idiot? We'll see. The we'll worst. See. My nation the of abomination. Win lost. I'm already off to a great start. The worst win loss ratio of the last eighteen months, and you picked him over which, Sheamus. Which what means, an idiot. Yeah, which I, means... I, when Sheamus is about <sighs> to get a push, what a fool. Um. At, at some point, we are going to have to do a Fantasy Faction podcast just to walk through what draft week was like because it was the most stressful week of my entire it was life. more stressful than getting this ready. I mean, I, I'm not like... I took, I, like I said, I took the week off, so I totally get it. Unbelievable. Mm. Um, right. we That's another one in the bag. We've got three matches left. How long do we have left, Mr. Enforcer? We're at 27 minutes currently, so we have a little under 20 minutes left. Oh, we're good. Uh, we're good. We're and, good. And I've got to say as well, at the moment for night two, it's a little disappointing because so far we are agreeing on a lot, Mr. I Warrington. I was going to say we're four out of four, me and you. Yeah. Uh, you guys have agreed on everything. Gonna steal this. <laughs> he's going to steal the win because we just... <laughs> I'm either going to take the loss like mm. a man or I'm going to take the win like a mad genius. And me and Ant will tie and just underwhelm everyone. We're gonna draw after all this, the big hype hyping up this rivalry. Just it's gonna, gonna be board, after all the numbers were like exactly even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next match it's your, uh, you're picking next? it. Oh, toughies, all big ones, all good ones. Um, 
Let's go for oh god. Uh, let's go for Fiend and Orton. Ooh, crazy. You're Orton. a crazy man. Fiend and tough. Orton. Tough to. Pick I am. Um, I I had this, this pre-main event, by the way. Um, my my literal running through yeah, was so did I. women's title Fiend Orton. SmackDown title, but I was there or there about. That's, that's it's, it's, it's a tough pick in it because there there are, I mean this this half. I mean there's so many good matches, but night two is pretty stacked. Um, all right, the Fiend Randy Orton story time. So imagine, imagine you set a man on fire at the office and he dies and he goes to hell. Right. Okay. okay just imagine that everyday scenario. And then he, his kind of wench stroke sidekick stroke the girl next door, but she's a little weird. Um, imagine she becomes possessed by his soul, shoots mm-hmm. you in the face with fireballs, keep, keeps taking over all the tellies and the monitors at work, and then she makes you cough up tar. Um, and then so you challenge her to a fight, naturally, because what else are you going to do? Um, you know, obviously she fights dirty, you know, more fireballs to the face. Um, and then all of a sudden, the bloody charred corpse of the bloke that you burnt alive comes back and then beats you. I know. Shit, right? Um, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? It's just another Tuesday. <laughs> um, again, that is the build-up to this match. Um, great pro great wrestling. Great pro wrestling. I was... I was so excited about this. I am still pretty excited about it. However, I was re- I was ready for Firefly Funhouse two. I was ready for yeah. I was ready for traveling back through all the stages of Orton, like we did with Cena, and um, even like going back to like Cowboy Bob. You know, seeing stuff from his dad's era, him going AWOL in in the military. Picking up on that, the legend that killer stuff. To see to see Orton dressed as every legend that he killed along the way, you know, kind of falling fall into Bray. Um oh, they could have had so much fun with it. They could have had so and the, the I just I really hope that Orton's kind of loading only to, you know, end up in that world. I really hope it's what they've done. I hope they're not just doing a squash match. Because it's gonna, it on, it's not a good way to end this rivalry. And if you're gonna win, you have to end it at Mania. You have to end it at this point. It shouldn't go on any further because it's gone on long enough. And I'm so excited. I am. I'm like, and I've seen a lot of people kind of slating the new fiend, either the mask or the way he looks or the way he came back and stuff. I loved it all. I love this horror. Like I don't know if you've seen the new shirt for him. I was so close to buying it the other day, but I bought this rather fancy Daniel Bryan shirt because let's face it, if you're gonna get one, you're gonna get the champs. Um, but um, yeah, like the the new the new Wyatt shirt is it looks like an eighties horror, you know, poster. Um, it, right. I, I love the mask. I love how it all looks. I love that they've they've really moved him on to a new phase. And it makes me excited about what the next phase will be in 12 months time or 18 months time or whatever. Super excited about it. But if it just ends up being a traditional match where the Fiend squashes Orton, I'm, I'm, it's going to lose me. I know it is. Um, because, the, again, you know, they've built it up so much. They need that execution to be right. Um, so I... Plus, you know, 
maybe the more people the fiend beats the more of himself he gets back because at some point they're going to have to work this costume down because bray wyatt must be sweating his balls off because it's like even the arms are like full prosthetics like it's a full onesie of death of fiery death um so yeah it's it's pretty pretty mad but i'm obviously i'm going for a fiend win i really hope it's within that firefly funhouse you know pre-taped just cinematic universe type thing but especially because this is this for probably for pay-per-views this is probably the last time to really go all out on something like this you know coming to the end of hopefully fingers crossed um you know the covid era um but yeah what do you guys think um it's it's a redo isn't it from uh they tried to do their feud uh at mania 34 in uh in orlando that marley and i went to and you didn't um so and and that was a sort of a traditional one-on-one match and it fell a bit flat which that was, was also the so year they had the weird worms. Yeah, they projected. They, they had the weird the worms mat. like projected onto the the mat and stuff. Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't hit. Did I it? remember watching it back on TV. It looked weird. Being there in person, it was pointless. Um, and I felt like, yeah, Bray, that match wasn't great. Um, and it kind of fell through. And unfortunately, I feel. That has soured my my taste going into this match, where I think both of them can do well, um, and the storyline has been solid, but WrestleMania and Bray Wyatt don't mix well. No, um, well you had you had that match, but then also within that rivalry you also had the House of Horrors match, and um, which again promised so much and delivered so little, um, right. and and then. It was, again, so exciting to see what they did with Cena last year. And then you're just like, you know, you know, it's it's set up for you. It's right there. Like, it's so, ob- it's so obvious. And again, you know, but you can't help but feel like if that's what they were going to do, they would have promoted it that way. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's a match that happens in the ring and then sort of goes goes into. See, no, they wouldn't. Maybe they go into the back and then you, that you show a ten minute Firefly ish uh, backstage segment before they finally come out and finish it in the ring. I don't know. You do want to see some of the the fantasy elements that they've been doing. It would certainly make sense since they've been doing it the whole time. Um, but. Yeah, this this one has to be a hit, really. Otherwise, people aren't going to want to see Fiend and uh, aren't going to want to see Bray and Randy again. Because you know this is this is the third time they've had uh, a, a really sort of I think climaxing a feud between the two of them. Um, but yeah, Fiend win, surprise, surprise, Ant. Uh, Fiend win for me. Yep, I'm same. looking forward to it. I am. I really am. I'm I'm intrigued by it, but I do not have my hopes up. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I think I think this is the most jealous I am of the crowd over the over the course of the weekend because this is the point in the night where I mean it's it's gonna be get it's gonna be starting to get dark because it's gonna happen later on in the card and you have no idea what to expect. So I suppose on the one hand it's good that they've not 
just declared it as a whatever match because like I mean, I mean you know you don't know if the fiend's going to be making a, a traditional entrance if he's just going to appear in the ring if there's going to be fire involved if he's even going to look like he has done the past couple of weeks he might have a completely different look about him um if you know where alexa's gonna come into that if there's gonna be mind games and stuff it's the unpredictability of it reminds me a little bit of when um i went i went i went to leeds festival once and we were watching marilyn manson was on on the friday night and all of a sudden out of nowhere oh 36 minutes um all of a sudden the um the the stage filled with smoke and then he he started playing the cover he did of this you know the bit from Willy Wonka when they're in the tunnel and it all gets a bit creepy and then all of a sudden partly fueled by alcohol and definitely no drugs you were just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and and you had no idea what what to expect and you had saw these shapes in the smoke and stuff and to be to be in the crowd in the build-up to this match and then if they managed to to give people you know something big something spectacular on that and on that entrance and during this match it'll be awesome i mean let's face it it'll probably be it'll probably be shit yeah it's, but it's, it's just, good it's, i've i've been hurt by bray too many times <laughs> to to put any stock into this so i'm like if whatever happens i'll be watching it and i'll enjoy it um but i'm hope i'm i'm expecting as little as possible so that way if whatever I expect isn't there, I don't have to worry about it. Well, you, I think if there's one thing that bonds all all WWE fans, it's Bray Wyatt booking PTSD. Yeah, it, you you will really want to get behind yeah. it. You, you do, but you, oh, they've just they've done it to you yeah. before. Yeah, they have, and you know they will yeah. again. Yeah. Oh dearie me! Right, well, two matches left. About six minutes probably left to go as we are now. Yeah, we're at 38 minutes. Women's, the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka, Rhea Ripley. Wow, if only I could just walk into my workplace and demand a promotion. I, (laughs) it's like, so the initial build-up to the Raw Tag Team Championship where AJ was like, I've never been a tag team champion. You guys just won the tag team champions. Almost wants a match. We want to be tag team champions. And New Day were like, there's no reason you guys should do this. But yes. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They're just <laughs> jumping lines. I've been watching AEW too much where there's actually a hierarchy of who's number one contender. And so I'm like, you're hey, telling hey me, now, Shelton... Hey, now. Don't swear. I don't, know. don't mention I'm jumping back place. to WWE. But I'm like, you're going you're gonna to tell me that you have Shelton and you have Cedric drop the titles. And then before we can even get into the second part of the New Day theme song... We have a new match for WrestleMania. I'm like, this is a weird build. So fast forward to this match. We have Rhea Ripley in two weeks on Raw. Rhea Ripley in one week on Raw. Rhea Ripley tonight on Raw. Does she have a match? No. She just challenges Asuka. <laughs> what was the last thing that Rhea Ripley has done? Like, I, I love Rhea Ripley. She's dope. But what was the last thing she's done? Like... I, again, I don't want to like harsh the or jump to AEW ship, but Christian Cage signed to AEW. Oh my gosh, he's gonna have a world title match. No, he has to actually win some matches before he has a world title match. It's just such a lackluster build to where 
I preface this by saying, if Rhea Ripley wins, I'm going to be so salty. I'm going to be so sad and upset I because mean, there's literally no build to this at all, and I'm just gah. I mean, Oscar for the win. Of all the, of all the, um, of all the terrible, especially women's kind of build-ups, I have most sympathy for this one. So for those that haven't been watching wrestling, that are just purely listening because you know us personally and feel like you owe it to us in some way, um, for the years of entertainment we've given you. So this match was originally supposed to be Lacey Evans versus Charlotte, but then Lacey Evans got up the duff. So obviously she's preggers, she can't wrestle. So you're looking, and then it was supposed to be Charlotte versus Asuka. Charlotte came out, declared that she was going to be the challenger, so clearly the original plan was somebody was going to declare they were the challenger. Um, however, Charlotte then got COVID. Nothing at all to do with her husband leaving the company. Um, so obviously Charlotte then couldn't challenge for the belt. Oh shit, what do we do? When's Rhea debuting the night after WrestleMania? Well, we better get her in pre-WrestleMania then, haven't we? Um, and yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Marley. It, it makes... It makes no sense. It's literally papering over the cracks of just fuck. Like, it, and you it, know what the worst part is? We forgot to mention that they also fought for the women's tag team championships in recent weeks. Because of course they, they did. It's Shayna into this match. So every it's, rival challenge for tag team titles in the last month. It's just all of <laughs> all rehashing of, that story over and over again. The, the thing that I don't like about this is it has all of the things about WWE that make you drive your head into a wall. You have two talented wrestlers who, with the proper builds, would have a legendary match, but they didn't have any idea for the women's match. They had. A crazy idea for it to get it off of one person and put it on someone else with Lacey and Charlotte. And then they just scrapped the idea so many times. They had no one built to where it was like a, like a, of anyone who looked like they should be a challenger. And it's like, if they would have given a month of this, a month of build, it would have been beautiful. But they've, they've dropped the ball in this build. And it's, I feel like it's just, it's a disservice to both of these women. Because they're going to put on a hell of a match, um, they are. They are, and it should have well, yeah. it should have way more builds. Like the video package before, it's going to really upset me. They are, they're, um, they're yeah. going to put on a great match, and I don't think this is going to be the last we see between these two. Um, no, no. I, I am going for Rhea to get the win in this one. Um, I just think if you debut her, I, and I, I can see him doing it, but if you debut her. And, you know, knowing how strong she is from the Rumbles, from the Survivor Series that she's been in, and that from the rivalry she had with Charlotte, and then you you have a lose on night one. Ugh, why even bother? Um, so, yeah, I'm going for Ripley for the for the win. Yep. I'm going for Rhea. Uh, put the belt on the new kid, new shiny toy to play for with. For God's sake, Luke, just... Simple. Make your own decision. You don't have to make the same choice I do all the time. It's okay. I also want to say that I do have Oscar you know, as I'm my number this, one this overall pick. In the main event. I do also want to say that I have Oscar as my number one all pick on the fantasy factions. So true. Me that choosing Oscar in this is also because I'm a biased of Oscar, and uh, she should win everything. Very true. Uh, Oscar to beat. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley on night one for the WWE <laughs> Championship. 
you heard it here first at Cheap Pop. Uh, how how long we got left now? Uh, we have one minute, so get it out now. Oh my, Daniel Bryan, God. Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. Why why do we do I'm this? Why why do we why do we spend so long talking about the crap? And then when we get to the match of the night, my most I'm going for Reigns. I've made on any match. I mean, this one. To, I'm to gonna, be fair, I, I'm gonna. That say is it. a lot of notes. I'd rather. I'd, so, ra- I'd so, really rather you didn't. So we're going to end the predictions with Ant choosing Daniel Bryan and Luke choosing Roman Reigns. Uh, yes. We will. I am choosing Roman Reigns also because again he is the god of pro wrestling. Smart man, smart man. Um, Marley, but Marley. Luke, if you want to, if you want to go over your notes, go for it. Marley, sorry, just, just give us a thumbs up when we're on a five second countdown, yeah. Oh, we're already over 45 minutes, so this is all overtime now. Oh, he's yeah. done. Oh, my God. That's why I was oh, like, yeah. I had, I had a cunning plan. But, I had a cunning plan to pick the 24-7 champion, um, and it's all it's all oh, gone down you, the Marley. drain because we're over time. Thank I, you, Molly. Literally, uh, during my Oscar rant, um, my screen died. Like It just went to dim, and so when I turned it back on, I was like, oh, 44 minutes. Um, but edit stuff out and go over it. Like, go for it. We can't, um, we can't I think our truth's going to win we, we the need, 24-7. We, we need to gain the listeners' trust. We can't just tell them like a, like a Mc, with some sort of McMahon. Absolutely outrageous. Right, well, I mean, we've we got our predictions in, which is the main thing. Um, we should talk about we've it a got, bit, though, We've eh? got two Romans and a Brian, which I, I, think, I think is interesting. Yep. I think it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, we might as well no give... Faith in edge. Probably the most... The most intriguing, the most well-built story of the weekend. I really feel like a lot of stories have faltered and struggled. And like I said, with the Sasha Bianca thing on on night one, a lot of a lot of stories have been thrown under the bus. I think to to make this stand out even more, I don't think they needed to. I think you could have given every other match an intriguing, fantastic story. This still would have been fucking great. Because three mm-hmm. weeks ago, four weeks ago, I was dead against this match being a triple threat. And then now I am I am fully in to the point where I want the man that has just been added to win the whole thing. But um, <laughs> I'm I will I will allow you to read through your notes. If, if, before if, before you go through your notes, I want to say one thing. The one thing that I do like about this triple threat match, it reminds me of the Attitude Era where we had like the Armageddon Hell in a Cell, Fatal Four Ways for titles, um, yeah. and everyone having a legitimate reason to be a champion. Yes. And I think, yeah, it's that's the one thing where I'm like, Daniel Bryan has every reason to be champion. He's at the top of his game because he always is. Uh, head of the table, Roman, a beast. I would love to see him as champion forever. Edge, going back to the rated R superstar, he's been, like, none of us chose him. Fantasy Faction, I think West, that was his last pick. So it's like, He's been very slept on, so I would also like to see Edge just go bonkers and crazy and turn it. So yeah, this is a yeah. match I'm keeping my eyes on. Yeah, and, and after after the return, like the pop that Edge got, I mean, the last great pop of you know a live crowd, you know, era, like yeah. you know, pre COVID, like his return at the Rumble, obviously he didn't win, but just just knowing just how how behind him the fans were and then the rest of his return has been obviously be, been behind closed doors um the the 
somewhat disappointing greatest match, greatest match in the world ever or whatever it was bloody right. called. Um, but yeah, but like then him, the moment with Christian in the Rumble, the you know him being in there from the start, you know just just constantly being beaten down, his old friend being the last man in the ring that almost conned him out of it, the win of it all and like how how good that felt and how great that all was and i was so behind it and i was so on team edge and i was so like yes no it shouldn't be a triple threat the triple threat should be the raw men's main event me me and you luke have had this conversation quite a bit over the past couple of months like the the winner of the rumble should should get the one-on-one and i know it doesn't say that in the rules and stuff and i was so dead against it and then and I can't believe I'm going to say it, but Fastlane happened. And a brilliant match. I mean, a great build-up to that match anyway with Brian and Reigns. A fucking, like, a a takeover-level match. You know, it was so good. It was so well done. Them both mocking each other. Roman showing he could wrestle. Brian just not taking him seriously, and you know that that just the storytelling in that match was incredible. Edge Edge snapping and giving Brian a legit reason to to insert himself into the match was was great. Um, and then all of a sudden, Edge has gone from being this fan favorite who's returning, where everyone's willing to have overcome his injuries and to be the good guy and to finally you know get the belt and you know, climb to the top of the mountain and then all of a sudden he's he is he's the Thanos character. He's the he he has intentions that you can understand but he, it's not going his way and his methodology isn't isn't all there. It's not right. And he's, you know, mm-hmm. in his mind now he he has been screwed over and all of a sudden Edge is the heel where the fuck did that come it's from? Great. It's so it's good. Great. Yeah. It's, it's so well done. And I'm I'm laughing because we've pretty much covered all of Luke's notes. You have, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm really? so sorry. Uh, yeah. Have, I mean, I'm not sorry at all. Uh, we have totally taken it's, over. But um, It's because I mean, it's, such a, it's such an interesting match because, yeah, like, everyone is playing their part. Like, they all know what it is to be about, like, the WrestleMania uh, main event. And so... Yeah. Luke, do you have anything to actually ask? Yeah. <laughs> Luke rips his notes. Luke just rips his notes up. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Ripping his notes. Into so shirts. many late nights coming up with well-thought-out notes. Oh, man. And there they go. <laughs> no, it's good. It's so good. many trees it, have just been that's, destroyed. That's, just because that's why we, that's why we have because me and Mali have been on the beers and just can't contain ourselves. I I did get excited for this match because it's Daniel Bryan, another guy who when he's given the chance he doesn't miss, and Roman Reigns who has he's the best right now, and Edge who, yeah you like you're talking about the Royal Rumble and I was like eh whatever like you were on Team Edge before he switched into the Red Dark Superstar, I wasn't on board until he switched and so I'm like. Everyone, and Brian's also playing the role of like, oh, you guys want to be assholes? How about you guys just fight night one? And I fight whoever's on night two. Oh, not good enough? Then I'll fight right after you guys. And he's just playing like the 
the baby face who's a smartass, and it's like everyone is like knowing who they're dealing with, and so it's just going to make for such a great match. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Brian to get double speared. Um, I just, it's be I, a great match. I just wish, I just wish, and I say this every single time about Roman Reigns, drop the Superman punch. It's it, it's not a heel move for a start. It's a move for the kids. It's a photo op move. That's fair. But it's it's not even a move. It's dog shit. It's terrible. It shouldn't be a thing. Like he as the heel, he should have the spear and he should have he should have the choke out. He should have the submission. And the guillotine choke is so that's, sexy. That that, uh... <laughs> that that's enough though. That it just it takes everything away when he pumps the fist and he jumps up in the air and I just I I can't believe it. I don't believe I believe Walter's chop far more as a finisher than I do Roman's the Superman, Superman punch. punch should be off of like the steel stairs and like for special events and not for yeah I, I get that yeah, you should drop it out of out of the ring don't use that unless you're a if, face if, 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 if you're gonna have a punch as a as a knockout move you need to be a seven footer or, or a legit a legit fighter there was one I can't remember who did it now there was in them John Cena's lightning fist is like who? John Cena's lightning. Oh fist. my god, no, god no. There was um, at Takeover, somebody somebody landed like a right hook, and it looked phenomenal. It was it was just a great knockout punch, and and it wasn't it was a it was a it was a false finish. It was like a close two count, but I can't remember who did it. Um, but it was just a great little jab, and it was like oh. Oh shit! Yeah, like it just—it made you. I was like, I was almost out my chair because I was like, "Fuck, great punch." Um, the nicest, the nicest right hook I've seen, or just like knockout punch, has been Lacey Evans's. Lacey Evans, uh, women's right. Yeah. There's a few people she's hit with that, and they fall, and I was like, "Oh, they're out, out." Uh, but yeah, Superman punch has to go. <laughs> on that note, um, I think we've waffled on for long enough on that one. <laughs> yeah. Let's say we make like Robert Roode and gloriously finish ourselves off, eh? Hey, With a quiz. Hey. hey now, hey now. With a quiz now. Steady. With a quiz. Pens and papers out, right? I'm going to ask you five questions, and the questions are always uh, relevant to the pay-per-view we're watching, so it's a nice WrestleMania quiz, this. And then uh, once we've asked uh, all the questions, we'll go through them at the end and see who can win. Don't worry, there are no Carmella questions. Quiz time. Okay, number one. Who was, and these are all multiple choice, who was The Undertaker's first WrestleMania opponent? Was it Jake the Snake, Jimmy Snooker, or Giant Gonzalez? Boom, answered. Next question. Confident. Ooh. Same, yeah, whatever. Number two. What was the first title to change hands at a WrestleMania event? Was it the IC title? Was it the WWF title? Or was it the tag team titles? Come on, you what should know sort this. What question is that? I have none of these at all. Total guess. Total guess. The wheels have come off already. We're, we're, we're playing and we're learning. <laughs> uh, right, the first match ever at WrestleMania featured Tito Santana facing off against the Executioner. Tito won the match in under five minutes using what submission move? A full Nelson, 
a figure for leg luck or a Boston crab. Easy. Easy, this one. Oh, I feel like I know that from another event, but I'm probably wrong. I can't wait till someone watches or hears this and like, this dude's a mark. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not a real wrestling fan. Yeah. Oh, people will be screaming. Uh, I mean, I say they will be. Like, they won't. The only thing people will be screaming is, oh my God, when will it end? Probably. I, for, for uh, clarification, prior to me starting watching wrestling, there's not many stuff I've watched before that. <laughs> so my knowledge is terrible. <laughs> what, just... Right, here's something is something a little more in our era then. This next one. Who won the opening match of WrestleMania 20? Big 20th anniversary show. Was it the Hardy Boys, John Cena, Chris Jericho? I think I just saw something about that actually. <sighs> it was a championship match. I think I know which championship. I think I, I think I know what it is too. Okay, um, this next one is in reference to WrestleMania 31, another WrestleMania that me and Marley went to and Ant didn't. How Boring. many title changes, how many title changes occurred at WrestleMania 31? God. Two, three, oh, or four? God's sake. I've, I've... Fuck knows. Go Another one of my power moves making you feel it, it's, it's, unintelligent. It's such, a, it's such an irrelevant <laughs> WrestleMania. I don't even remember any of the matches yeah. that happened. Seth Rollins cashing. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan winning the ice. Oh, that was the first time I ever. Go on. That was the first time I got to watch the New Day. New Day at WrestleMania for the first time. Come on now. Oh, give us another one, Luke. Give us another uh, title change that happened at Undertaker entrance in this. Undertaker entrance during the sun time, before the sunset. It was miserable. <laughs> it's so, it's uh, Rusev, Rus Rusev on a tank. Rusev lost the US title when he came was out that, in a tank. That was they that the tank year? <laughs> was that when they banged yeah. in the tank? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you got to see yeah. the tank that they banged in. That's, yeah. that's the best Why? WrestleMania ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally changed my mind. <laughs> uh, forget little thing we know forget Shawn Michaels ziplining in from the roof. You want to see the tank that Rusev got lucky in. <laughs> yeah. uh, Okie dokie. Right. Answer time. Number one. Who was the first... Who was Undertaker's first WrestleMania opponent? I put Giant Gonzalez. As already mentioned in the Night One podcast, it was WrestleMania 7 in 1991, and it was a squash match against Jimmy Superfly Snooker. It was indeed. Point goes to Ant. Who's snooker. a murderer, it turns out. Jeez. <laughs> got real dark <laughs> real soon. <laughs> We're ending on dark notes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Right, what was the first title to change hands at a Mania event? IC, world title, or tag title? World. I went tag. It's tag. Oh, what a guess! <laughs> Nikolai... Volkov and Iron Sheik defeated the uh, U.S. Express. Yeah, thought thought that's Rotundo what it was. And Barry thought, Windham. knew that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah totally. I'm so kind of not hoping to go 0-5 on this. I'm kind of hoping to get them all wrong. <laughs> I mean, Marley, I'm not being funny, lad, but if you lose this, that is embarrassing for you because my knowledge is oh, awful. I... Dreadful. <laughs> I... 
Right. Right. The first match ever at a WrestleMania featured uh, Tito Santana versus the Executioner. It finished with a submission move. What was it? Full Nelson. I also went full Nelson. Was the figure four? Oh, what? Only Ric Flair can use the figure four. What is wrong with him? No. Oh, unbelievable. Question four: Who won the opening match at WrestleMania twenty? I'm gonna go with the Hardy Boys. I've gone Chris Jericho. Wasn't, wasn't that the first TLC match? I've... Or was that a different? A twenty? No, the seventeen. Seventeen. I've, oh, I've gone Chris Jericho against William Regal for the IC title. <gasps> You're both wrong. It was John Cena. He beat Big Show for the US title oh, at that event what? on the opener. That was a thing. I was just reading about how John Cena had like a weird start to his WrestleManias, and then he beat Big Show at like one a couple years later. Oh no! I should have known that. No, no, know. no. Sorry. No, you're getting confused, Luke. You're getting confused. That that's the time that Big Show came down to the ring. And then just fell over in the ring, and then his belt it his evolved. belt just worked its own way back up the ramp. Up John Cena is the invisible wrestler. You can't see him. Come on now. <laughs> Classic. Um, oh, that means I win. Sorry, just 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 done the maths. 100 percent. Yeah. How many won. title changes occurred at Mania 31? Then two, three, or four? Three. That makes me more confident because I guessed three and Mali was there. So if Mali was there and he gets this wrong, that's truly embarrassing. I, it's probably wrong. It's three. Damn it. And one was one. three. Luke, Luke, uh, Luke, 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 Luke mentioned two of them. We mentioned two of them as well. I gave it to you. mentioned two of them after the fact. Uh, I want to say. No, the women's title didn't change. It was a Divas title, and AJ had it, and she was about to leave. I want to say it was a tag team title that changed that night. No, it was the, the US, the World, and the IC. Uh, Kid and Cesaro uh, were the tag champs, and they retained. That's right. Wait, so I thought Rusev... Was Rusev already the champion? Yeah, and then he uh, had to he give lost. it over to Cena, because USA, all the way, USA, baby. USA, USA. And all that. But it's fine, because he got to bang in a tank. I know. No he, one else who can. lost that night? Who really won that night? Right. Uh, we did it. We did it. We fucking did, we it. did it. First two in the can. Right. Can't let you go without giving you a little cheap plug. So we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Cheap Pop Wrestling. That's wrestling with an R. If you search CPR, you will likely get podcasts about medical stuff and saving lives. And by no means saving lives here, we're actually shortening lives. Uh, in fact, if you made it this far, we have wasted about probably three hours of your life. But there you go. Now, we would really like to steal those CPR letters, though, as our own. So please, please, please give us a cheeky five-star rating. Help us work out those algorithms. Uh, our Instagram is at the underscore cheap underscore pop. Uh, I did want to mention a quick mention for Wes, who's uh, another partner of the show you will be hearing for in future. He's a, a self-published author, and he has a book out called Coffee and Condolences, which you can find on Amazon and Goodreads for the price of a cup of coffee. Uh, right, so that's it from me. I've been Luke from Warrington. Tara for now. Anyone else got anything? Yeah, this is Marley from Portland. Uh, if you guys want to find me on the internet, I'm Xander McLeod on Twitter and Xander and Marley on Instagram. 
Yes, indeed. And I have been Ant. My Twitter handle, as the kids call it, is at Capentone, C-A-P-N-T-O-N-E. Don't ask what it means. I made it up when I was drunk at uni because I needed an Xbox gamer tag and it stuck. Um, if you struggle to find it, it's a picture of Gary Neville's sad face. Oh. Um, Instagram is ants, A-N-T-S dot tagram because I couldn't get the actual Instagram. Um, long story. I've pretty much just told Slow it. Slow to the draw. There it is. And and as Luke said, yep, any kind of any wonderful five star reviews and subscribes would be very much appreciated and would be paid in due um with beers from, from Luke next time he sees you mm-hmm. at a live WWE event. Oh shit. I've just realized I wasn't recording. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>